0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله نحمده Alhamdulillah. ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن Lord. فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسل له بشيراً ونذيراً بين يدي الساعة، ومن يطي الله ورسولاً فقد رشد واهتدى، ومن يعصيهما فإنه قد غوى، وإنه لا يدري إلا نفسه ولا يدري الله شيئاً. إن خير الحديث كتاب الله، وخير الحديث حديث محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم، وإن خير الأمور عظيمها وشر الأمور وكل وكل بيدعة دلالة وكل دلالة في النار أما بعد قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم بعد عودة بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا تقووا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتنا إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال سبحانه وتعالى في مكان ثاني يا أيها الذين آمنوا تقووا الله وقولوا قولاً صديقاً يصلح I will talk about today one of the subjects that which is very dear to all of us and I have talked about the subject at different occasions and that is the unity of the ummah but today. I will talk in a different context because this is a very dear subject to all of us and we all understand the importance of the unity of the Ummah. I have talked in the past from the very same member when the earthquake in Syria and Turkey happened and we saw how the Ummah got united. I talked about this issue because of people's misunderstanding of differences of opinions, how can we be united if we differ in many things in Islam. And I talked about even a silly subject, like when Morocco was in FIFA, and how the Muslims were feeling united for a football game. Even to the point, you can see decades worth of animosity that have been created by the colonialists among, among al and Maghrib, these two countries. And then we see that just because of a soccer game, they can get united. And alhamdulillah, this is a good sign. I don't want to undermine this. And the very same thing, at a much higher extent, what we are seeing is when what we are seeing in Gaza today. And we cannot leave Gaza and don't talk about that while the atrocities are occurring, while we are sitting right here today. Tens of thousands of Muslims have been killed over there. We ask Allah Azza wa jal to accept them as shuhada and meet us all in Jannatul those together over there. But at the same time, this genocide is continuously going on. And I use this term genocide not lightly here. And this genocide did not start with the bombing of our brothers and sisters in Gaza. It started way before this bombing started. When they put them into that concentration camp, whatever they want to call them, detention camp, what they call open prison, whatsoever it is, and giving them calories worth of the calculated calories worth of food to those brothers and sisters stopping water, food, fuel, and all those things. That is already a start of a genocide. You don't need bombs anymore. That is a slow death. And unfortunately, all those rulers around are accomplished in this genocide. And all of them are watching what's happening to our brothers and sisters. Majority of them, about 1.9 million as the number says, have been displaced from their houses and tens of thousands have been killed and I don't know how many are under the rubbles. Allah knows the best but at the same time there is a sign that we see within the Ummah and we see this sign over and over that we all feel the pain and just feeling the pain itself is a sign that we are united our hearts are united, that we can still feel the pain, we are not numb, we are not in the state of coma when the hadith of Rasulullah referred to us the ones who are like one body, if one part of the body hurts, the whole body feels the pain, so that ummah is not numb, that we are still, alhamdulillah, we are still alive, alive in the sense of the iman, As Allah has referred to the Ummah of Muhammad, the way Allah has united the Ummah of Muhammad. This idea that shows to us as if we are disunited by this nation-state ideas around us, they are fake borders among the Ummah. These kind of a tribalistic kind of a mentality or nationalistic kind of a mentality, patriotic mentalities, they existed in the time of Muhammad as well. As a matter of fact, before Islam, they were killing each other for decades. For the very same ashabiyya, very same nationalism, or qawmiyya, or or whatsoever you want to call them today. And Allah is the one who united them, as Allah says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah is the one who united their hearts. And if you would have in, uh, spent everything what's in the earth, you would have not been able to unite their hearts. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who united their hearts. Talking about the lost and Khazadeh at that time. And talking about that very same thing applies today as well to the ummah. Even though... We have been repeatedly shown as we are divided and we cannot be united. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is over and over showing us the signs, no, this Ummah is united. Allah is the one who has united us. Hence, when we see what's happening in Gaza, we see the uprise all around the Muslim world. The Muslims are rising even to the point, this point we even find the non-Muslims are rising up to talk about this humanitarian crisis. But my brothers and sisters, I want to remind something here. This is true that we call back whenever these kind of things happen. As I mentioned, whether it was the earthquake that happened, whether it was the war that's happening in Syria, or Yemen, or or, or even the FIFA football games can unite us. And now we are seeing the very same thing. At a much higher extent, the Ummah is united for for for, for, for the sake of Gaza. But this for the sake of Gaza is for the sake of Allah Azza wa only. And this is what we have to think about. We are united because of la ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. And that is what has united us. But what is going on? Is this something new? What we're seeing in Gaza has been going on over and over. We can expand that to Palestine. It's happening from 1948. And even before 1948, you can take it back to the occupation by the Britain in 1918. So it's been going on and on and on, why we see that Ummah does get united, but then once this, any of these wars are over, we are back to normal. And this is why I want to bring it up today. So when we are talking about the unity of the Ummah, Yes, we are united. Yes, we get united when we gather for Salatul Jum'ah. Yes, we get united when there is the Ramadan starts. Yes, we do get united when the Hajj is going on. Yes, we get united if any kind of atrocities happen to Muslims or non-Muslims, we get united. But is this the unity only? Is our unity only connected to if some aggressor is out there, attacks us, then we become united? Or is this unity only for our spirituality when the, something connected to our Ruhaniyya, when we are in the, in the place of worship or act of worship, then when you unite it and for the rest of the things we go back to the same kufr laws? Is the hukum of the Jahiliyyah that we are looking for? What is the better hukum than the hukum of Allah Azza wa Jal? The Jahiliyyah is anything that is other than Allah Azza wa Jal is referred as jahiliya. So when we are talking about the issue of Gaza today as well, yes, our heart aches, yes, we cry, yes, our our pockets can become deeper and deeper to help them out. But we have to think about that. Is this unity only connected for us, for our spirituality? Or just because of humanitarian case that we are united? Look, the Ummah of Muhammad is supposed to be united for everything. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed this deen which is a comprehensive way of life that deals with every affair of our lives. Let's not become like Yahud, like Bani Israel that Allah azza wa has condemned them in the Quran. And Allah has repeated over and over about the condemnation of the Bani Israel How they broke the covenants of Allah جل, How they killed the prophets, How they lied How they were making different kinds of excuses Not to live by what Allah has, Allah has commanded them to live by And Allah has repeated all this Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to remind us That we do not get into the same pitfall as the Bani Israel did so let's not be the one who look at these issues from a secular mentality that yes, we gather, yes, we, pockets become deep, yes, we make dua for our brothers and sisters in Gaza, but when it comes to the solution, then we go back to UN again, we go back to OIC again, who by the way do not do anything but say whatever, Muslim Ummah is in pain, they just, just look, look at the issue, OIC, oh, that's what OIC is, they just look at the issues and they talk about it and spend millions of dollars of the ummah to gather those, those stooges together to say as if they're going to solve the problem and then after every meeting in which they have, they literally have spent tens of millions of dollars for their families and their friends together and go back home and do nothing for the ummah. And they will never do. Because they have been created for this purpose, to keep the ummah divided. When they are gathering under their flags and making sure every nation of the Muslims or every country of the Muslims is staying divided. They are the ones who are the protectors of those divisions that Ummah has. So let's not be the one. today's sickness that is prevailing in the world is the sickness of secularism that is dividing us. Our hearts ache for all those things, but our solutions are coming from Allah Subh'anaHu Wa We have created or accepted knowingly or unknowingly the secular idea of our deen is for only ritualistic actions or ibadat. When it comes to the life affairs, we look up somewhere else. So let's not be like Yahoo. Subhanallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about the Bani Israel here, the one who used to fight against their own people because they were fueling Aus al Khazr to fight with each other. And they would kill even the Yahud, even though they were commanded in the Torah not to kill your own people. And they were killing them. And when they were coming as, as, as prisoners <laughs> when they were brought as the, the prisoners of the wars, they would, they, 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 they would free them. Even though to begin with, it was haram on them to kill them, to kick them out. And now... We have to think about that. Are we doing the same thing? When we really cry about the issue of the Gaza, yes, we are united. There is no doubt in my, my, my mind that Ummah is united for this issue. But my brothers and sisters, we have to also understand this unity of the Ummah is not only about crying. It's not only about spending money. It's not only about making dua. It's old, of course. But our course of action to liberate Palestine and liberate all the Muslim lands, also is, has to come from Islam. And to solve this problem has to come from Islam. And Allah has given us a way to unite the Ummah. And it was united for 13 plus centuries. And that, that method is to unite under one leadership. You want to call it Imam, you want to call it Amirul Mumineen, you want to call it Khalifa, whatever term we're going to use it. But this is the method Allah has ordained on us to the point this command of the unity under the Khalifa was mentioned about at the time of the creation of Adam. Allah says, Allah Subh'anaHu Wa taala said to the Malaika, to the angels, I am going to create my Khalifa on the earth. And Imam Qurtubi says, This verse itself is the evidence of the obligation uh, for us to have the Khalifa. And that is the method. Allah has ordained on us to be united in all the affairs of our lives. I ask Allah Azza wa Jal, to give us the correct understanding of our deen so we can, accept, we can accept the deen as a whole and reject all other isms whether it's nationalism, whether it's patriotism, whether it's whatsoever isms are out there and we only become the slave of Allah We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help our brothers and sisters in Gaza. We ask Allah to relieve the pain or pains of our brothers and sisters in Gaza, in Yemen, in whatsoever places we are seeing the atrocities that are happening to our Muslim brothers, ancestors, or even to the ones who are non-Muslims. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, make us the one who provide the justice to the whole mankind. wa muslimin Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes.